What's up, y'all? Uh, welcome to my podcast. This is Kareem Green. Uh, it's my first podcast. Well, it's my first, second podcast. The first one I did got deleted uh, due to uh, technical difficulties or computer rebooting. Um, but no, we're here. Yeah, we're here. And this one is called, uh, it's a setup because I don't trust none of this stuff, you know? Think about it. If uh, Rob Kardashian, right before he put his penis, his raw penis in the black china, what if somebody came in and kicked in the door like, boom, don't do it. It's a setup. He wouldn't be in the position he is right now, you know? That's what we need. Somebody to kick in the door before we do something stupid because it's all a setup. Can't trust none of this stuff, you know? Um, I was reading recently, uh, uh, who's this guy? Um, Richard Pryor. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's surprised. Richard Pryor is, uh, he's bisexual. Nobody read the book. It's like people didn't do their homework or something. Or, I mean, I understand regular people who may not understand it, but comedians, if you, you like comedy and, you know, that's the GOAT, you didn't, you haven't read his book, you know, Prior Convictions. It says it in his book that he slept with a transvestite. I hope I'm saying it right because I have no idea what it is fully called. Um, transgender. Or maybe it's transgender. I don't know. Because it used to be transvestite. I don't know. But either way, he slept with one uh, for like two weeks. And, I mean, he was like dating for two weeks and he's like, all right, I'm done with it. So, you know, that, that was pretty much solidified it right then and there. That Richard was a half a gay. <laughs> is that right, half a gay? Uh, I think I like that better than bisexual. <laughs> bisexual sounds kind of tricky, but half a gay, you know what half a gay is. You know, he's half a gay, half a straight. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, people need to just do a little more reading, a little more research. Everybody's surprised about everything, about, you know, all the nonsense that's going on, man. Everybody mad at Trump. Enough of the Trump stuff. Come on, man. Enough. Leave that man alone. That's what they need to do. Just leave him alone. Because if you leave him alone, he won't do the things that he's doing, like all these tweets that aggravate people and all these little things that he do. I mean, he does terrible, I mean, ridiculous things, but we give him the attention so he does more. It's like we're caught up, you know? We're in the belly of the beast. We're in the mouth of the beast. We, we don't even realize every time you talk about him or hate him all I do is keep him relevant and keep him popping he's gonna be relevant because he's a president but I mean you don't have to give him that much energy if you took that energy and put it towards let's say a uh what would it be uh something productive imagine how much better of a world we would be Ah uh, man I forgot to put my time on yep once again I'm figuring this out as I do it people so uh bear with me uh, it's going to get better as I go along, uh, hopefully, <laughs> if I stick with it. I'm just trying this. I don't know how much I'm going to like it, you know, sitting in the room talking to myself for 30, 40 minutes. I don't know about that. Um, well, I talk to myself a lot anyway, so might as well just put it on documented, you know. Maybe I'll talk to myself less out, out in the streets. <laughs> yeah, it's the setup. I don't trust none of this stuff. So anyway, yeah, leave Trump alone. That's what we need to do. Leave Trump alone. Do something more productive. Ah, I am so in this moment right now. 
I'm about to tape a, a special a, 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 a album. It's going to be my first album. This is going to be different. Um, but actually, it helped me write a little better or pay attention to my writing because I wasn't, uh, I mean, I do things, but there's always some type of physical aspect to it because I like to add that if, if, if it has any. I like to give the joke everything it needs, you know, everything that goes with it. If there's a physical aspect, I want to do it. If there's not, okay, I'm not going to force it, but if there is, I want to put that in there because, you know, the people deserve the best. They deserve it all, you know. But now I'm doing an album, so some of the physical things people aren't going to see, so now I got to pick and choose my jokes pretty wisely. And I got to just kind of, or the ones that I really want to use, I have to just write them better, write them a bit better. So, you know, that's just a little bit of what I got to do to to bring you some quality, quality products. You know, I'm going to pump it out. We'll see what we do. We'll see what kind of uh, response we get. Uh, <clears throat> what else is going on in the world? I have no idea. I don't pay attention to enough of the news. Because um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just look through things. Um, but everything is, it seems like it's there to piss you off. You know. Um, I don't think it's there to piss you off. But, you know, piss us off. Everybody's pissed off over everything. Every time you turn around, somebody mad over this or mad over that or this was offensive. That's ridiculous, man. I think I think that uh, American self-esteem is low now. <laughs> we got low American self-esteem because everything is is a problem, and I think is uh, people are blaming the millennials, and and I'm agree. I mean, I'm agree. I'm gonna agree. You know, I'm gonna agree. You know, because. Uh, I remember when I used to talk to my daughter about things, and she'd be like, "Dad, that's not, that's that's not, that's not, that's, not, that's kind of racist. That's kind of." I'd be like, "Who are you talking about? That's just what it is, you know. If you say what it is, that's not racist. Now, how you feel about it could be something else, but if if this, if you just basically explaining something or saying what actually happened, or or telling the truth about something, they try to make it, you know, like you're racist or you're a hater or you're whatever it is or misogynist or whatever. No, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. And we'll get along better if we just be honest about what it is, you know. We can move forward that way when you be honest about what something is. Every time you turn around, you know, nobody's letting you just speak honestly. How are we going to supposedly have a real dialogue when you got to watch every step you make when you when you're saying things like every word you got to watch every word you know before you say it how can you flow how can you even be that honest when you got to watch every word you know you it's like you're taking passion out of things when you you know it's hard it's hard to be uh sincerely passionate about something or whatever it is to me when you when you can't use some of the words that we give you that that's necessary to explain it the way you want it to come across you know, without people going, oh, that's it. Oh my God, it's offensive. It's so offensive. Oh, it's ridiculousness at its finest. Did a show last night, man. It's pretty. I was in Newark. Newark, man. And they were good. They were good. Because Newark is tough. That is, I call that the Brooklyn of Jersey. Newark is tough, yo. I mean, and I was in an old school spot. Looked like an old number hole cocaine spot after hours you know what i'm saying that's what it looked like you know everything is dirty (laughs) 
Now, I mean, it's just like dingy. Like it's been there for years. Uh, the walls, the walls smell like you know people been sniffing cocaine off them. Everybody's old, or everybody's tired. That's a, that's what it looked like in that place. Everybody was just look look tired. Not even just tired, exhausted. Like tired, like life has worn them out. You know, not on, not on this no disrespectful stuff, but just you know, just life. You know, just wore them out. You know, there's a few few uh, few still healthy people in there but it was a, mostly it was just care carefree or careless uh type of people it seemed like you know they playing pool while we you know you gotta deal with that they starting games you know they got the tv playing so uh it was uh comedy was like secondary <laughs> and that's tough when comedy is secondary you know no one's really listening well the people who were sitting down they were listening so that's that's something good. That was a surprising uh, bunch, you know. They didn't really start talking a whole lot or start booing, you know. So, you know, kudos to those people. It's, they weren't bad at all, man. And I never really blame the audience anyway, you know, unless they're not listening or, you know. If they're not listening, yeah, it's their fault. But if they're listening and you don't do well, that's pretty much on you, you know, because they came, they left their house, they paid their money. And they're li- and they're sitting there and listening. If you if you don't deliver, that's on you. You know you can't. I notice a lot of comedians. Say, oh, they suck. No, you kind of suck that night. You gotta eat that. But that's how you get better when you know you suck that night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you know you suck, that means okay, you can get you can get better because you can't make the crowd better. So the only thing you can make better is you. So and that's with everything. Shoot, make you better. This is the make you better movement. <laughs> I wish I had some commercial. I'm going to get some sponsors. Till then, let's pause for this short commercial break. Have you got bumps on your ass? Yes. Do you have acne ass? Do you wonder why the oil from your body goes to your ass? Well, don't worry no more, because we have ass acne cream. Ass acne cream gets the bumps out of your backside. Ass acne cream. Get them at your local who gives a damn spot. Ass acne cream. You don't want to walk around with braille booty, do you? So get you some ass acne cream. Do-do-do-do-do-do. All right, we're back. <laughs> I just did a fake commercial. <laughs> I should create that though, ass acne cream. Because people be having bumps on their ass. And, oh, I don't know, it's kind of disturbing. <laughs> bumps on the face is one thing, but bumps on your ass is like, what? what's going on with, what? Why is, what's going on in your body? How toxic are you? How oily are you? How much chicken, how much fried stuff do you eat? That acne has gone to your ass, you know? Um, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know? The funny thing is nobody, uh, ain't nobody gonna not take no booty, though. You can have as many bumps on your ass if you want. <laughs> that booty mines. That that vagina is mines. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Not really. Men complain about women, but we, we still going in. You know? Uh, the funny thing is, like, 
women complain about we do this because y'all no 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 stop that stop that those decisions are yours that's your self-esteem that's the way you feel about you you know because there's some things people say about you that don't bother you but there's some things that do so you got to learn how to stop letting those things bother you and be you because we're on a journey to be ourselves we were ourselves when we were a little bit younger but now we kind of lose ourselves trying to conform to society and then you got to start, you, you end up on a journey back to yourself. That's when the happiness begins again. When you're on your journey, when you, when you start becoming back, going back to yourself. Stop trying to be what people think you should be or what you think people think you should be, you know, because that's what it is, you know. That's why I don't like talking to certain people. Some people try to talk you into how to be, you know, uh, how would you say, pleasing to white people or something. I know they run the world. But, you know, they don't run my life, you know? So, I mean, it's my life. I don't got to turn into what you think I should be in order for them to like me. I just, the people who like me will like me, the other people, whatever, you know? And that's for black people, too. It don't make a difference who it is. It don't make a difference who it is, man. Because we got our own problems anyway, you know? They were talking about, um, what's this girl? Amera La Negra, you know? Amera La Negra. She, uh... She, she keeps talking about being Afro Latino, being dark skinned and be, you know, at some point, I'm a dark skinned person, and I know how it feels to go through being dark skinned and uh, and people just shunning you because you're darker or your hair is kinkier or your hair is more coarse. You know what I'm saying? I know what that feels like. Uh, makes you try to make you feel like you're less than. Um, but as you get older, you'll understand that, you know, that, that stuff don't matter. You know, I mean, you know, take care of yourself the best you can, but come on, man. That stuff don't matter. Um, because no matter what in life, if you want to achieve and do whatever you need to do, you need to go ahead and do it. You got to just work on it, do it, make yourself the best at it, and, and make it happen. Uh, complaining about what's easier for other people doesn't make it easier for you. So I don't even understand what that complaint is really about. Oh, it's easier for them because they're light-skinned. Oh, it's easier. But what, what does it matter? This is your life. You ain't going to become light-skinned. Oh, you can, but that's not how you, that's not the route you want to go. You see what Michael Jackson did, Little Kim, and whoever else done did it to themselves. Um, but, you know, that's not a happy existence, running from yourself. But you're going to have to, you know, you, you are what you are, and you're going to have to be what you're going to be throughout this time. So it makes no sense to be complaining about what you look like or you know, what they they got going on because uh, you can't live their life. You only can live your life. That's it. So go on live your life. Go on live your goddamn life. <sighs> I didn't know how difficult this could be doing a podcast by yourself. I always feel like I have something to say, but then after a while, you be like, man, I ain't got shit to talk about. Can I pull this off every week? I think the people who have a lot to talk about is people who they just feel like they have so many opinions and thoughts. I have them, but I feel like it's not that serious to flush them on everybody. I think I use my opinions to direct my life, you know, not forcing on other people to say you're right and I'm wrong because that's all it is everybody wants to be right you know 
But being right ain't what it's about. Understanding is what it's about, you know. I mean, you want to be right within the decisions you make in your life, but when it comes to pointing and looking at other people, you you know, it's not uh, it's not your job to be right about their life. It's just your job to be right about yours, you know. But everybody wants to be right about everybody else's life. What you should do, what you shouldn't do, or this is your problem, whatever, you know. It's about self-growth, growth. That's all I'm doing, working on my growth. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a therapist now. That's uh, I go in and out of therapists, but I'm seeing a therapist now, and it's, it's a little, it's a little something else because uh, I, I hate telling them I'm a comedian because then they start to, uh, I hate telling anybody I'm a comedian sometimes because they start to try to be funny. It's like they start forcing funny or try to crack. You. I mean, before I say that, you know, you just yourself. Then, but once I say I'm a comedian, you're trying to turn on, oh, or you're trying to, oh, I can make comedians laugh. I don't need that. I'm not here for you to make me laugh. I hear jokes all the time. I live in joke world, joke land. I'm not saying you're not funny. I'm just saying don't force that shit on me. <laughs> if you really think you're funny, do what funny people really funny people think they who think they're funny do. You go to the club and you work your funny. Everybody's funny in front of their friends uh, or their family members or people that they're comfortable around. But being funny around people you don't know, that's something else. Being funny on the, on the spot, ha- being funny because you have to be funny now because that's what you paid for or that's what people expect of you, that's something different. So that's funny without any problems. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know about all that, bro. I don't know about how dope you are when when you can be funny without any pressure of being funny, you know? So uh, so just go ahead, man. Keep the funny to yourself. And not like I'm, oh, you, you bitter or nothing like that. It's just how I want to hear that shit. Stop it. I feel like that's a cheat. You're cheating. You're trying to be funny to people, to the comedian, to validate your funniness. But you don't want to go do the job. Or you try to out-funny the comedian. And the thing is, people don't understand, comedians ain't always walking around being funny. Not that the ones that I that I think are pretty good, you know. Comedians are thinkers. You know, we read, we think, we take in life. Someone who talks a lot, always on, ugh, that is ugh. The always on person, ugh. Now, if that's who you actually are, that's one thing. But always on is like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave me be. Do you ever sit back and think? Do you ever sit back and just ponder your thoughts? You know? Because it's just ponder. Is that right? Ponder your thoughts? I don't know. I got to stop trying to sound intelligent. <laughs> Every time I try to sound intelligent, I realize, am I, am I trying to sound intelligent and, and sound like a goddamn fool? I don't know. Sometimes I, I've been looking up, I've been seeing dictionary words. Uh, they come to my phone, uh, vocabulary words, rather. They come to my phone. And some of the words that I thought I knew, I don't even know. I, the, the definition is not what I've been using them for. <laughs> and nobody corrects me. It's probably because they don't know it either. That's the trick. They don't know it either. 
I be learning. Sometimes I learn words from people, though. I don't really, uh, I don't uh, always look up. I don't hardly ever look up words unless I'm reading something and I don't know it. But um, most of the time, I listen. You know, if I'm talking to someone and they use a word, I be like, "What that mean?" Then they tell me. Then I use it on somebody else, and they be like, "What that mean?" I be like, "Man, read a book. <laughs> read a goddamn book. I'll one up your ass in a second." Because it's fun. Not seriously, it's fun. It's just fun. It's fun to one-up somebody playing around, you know? So, I got a few minutes left. I don't even know how long I want this podcast to be. I feel like I'll be sitting here ready to bail. Everything I do, I don't have no patience with nothing I do. That's a big problem. Patience, man. Patience is so important. You know, you make better decisions when you're patient. You 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 just you're just better when you're patient. I'm not I'm not that patient. I realize that. As soon as I as soon as I gotta sit down and wait for something, I am antsy immediately. Even when I'm in the club, it's hard for me to just sit down. I don't know. I didn't realize this until I started doing comedy. Like I, I don't like just having to just sit down. Or not sit down personally, but feeling like I'm sitting there doing nothing. That's why I like watching movies, because it keeps me entertained. Action, uh, thriller, scary movies ain't scary no more. I don't even know why people eat well. Scary movies are just not scary. It's just, uh, I, I might need to go, I need to find one of them that I heard that was pretty good, because I, I really, scary movies ain't scary. I don't know why people even gonna see them anymore. Just like ah, ah, it's like sound effects and shadow, and that's about it. You know, I got scary movies pretty much figured out. It's like magic tricks. Uh, before scary movies used to be scary because it surprised you. Nowadays, it doesn't surprise you. It's just like oh, she was good. Oh, he about to just walk in there. He gonna cut his head off. Mm-hmm. I pretty much could see it before it happens. I think that's called clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. See, I think I'm using another word again that I don't even know. Let me look this up before I <laughs> force this bullshit word on you. Clairvoyant. Okay, that means a person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond normal. Yeah, I was right. Clairvoyant. That's what I should rename this podcast. Clairvoyant. But I'll just be talking about shit that happened already. <laughs> Unclairvoyant. That's what this should be called. Unclairvoyant. <laughs> ah, that might be the name of it. Forget scratch the first first uh uh it's a setup. Unclairvoyant. That's pretty dope. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm gonna look that up too because I don't, I don't sound stupid. Unclear point. <laughs> a person who cannot definitely see the. Let me see. Unclear point. I don't even know if that's a word. Unclear point. Uh, clear point. Uh, well, everything is in. I think Spanish now. Oh, that's ridiculous. Well, I don't think that's a word. If I try to look it up, it ain't happening. Get it together, Kareem. Get it together. So if nobody's doing anything, um, 
I'll be recording the album uh, Friday, February 9th for Black History Month. I should name it something behind Black History Month. Nah. I don't. I'm not for all this Black History Month shit. I'm really not. I just, I just feel like we should just live, man. Just live. This, they always giving us a box or something like they gave us Black History Month. Man, that's insanity in itself. How can they give us a Black History Month and you know Black History has happened all year round, and it's like big you know is a month i'm gonna give you a month for black history month what i don't even understand the purpose of this 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 is when you decide to start teaching black people or people about black history stuff because white people don't give a fuck they don't give a fuck about our history you know they actually try to retell us our history so we'll think otherwise uh, of greatness of ourselves other than greatness of ourselves so they don't give a damn other people don't give a damn latino nobody gives about black history month or black history. Some black people don't even care about black history, you know? Um, the thing is, too, we gotta dig so deep to get it, though, it seems like. It seems like you gotta just, like, God damn, what you been reading, bruh? Like, there's Talib Kweli and all these other people. I'm like, damn, what you been reading? I don't even know if this shit is that interesting to me. I mean, but it's important. It's definitely important. But I don't, you know, I'm not for this black history much yet. It's just, it should just be black history all year round so you could just just grow, you know? You don't just pick a month to do, uh, to learn about yourself. You know, that's ridiculous. Or learn about your history. It's ridiculous, you know? Black history month. <laughs> I, remember one, I remember one time white, there's a white person on the news like, what is going to be white history month? What is going to be white day every day? Even during Black History Month, it's White Day. <laughs> when is it gonna be White Day? What do you mean White Day? That's insane. So you can't do nothing. It seems like you can't do nothing if you do something for your culture, your history, or whatever it is. Sometimes white people feel like, "Hey, you leaving us out?" No, we're just counting us in now. Nobody's leaving nobody out. We're just counting us in, making sure we're part of this story of America that's told. Cause we did a lot of things that we didn't get credit. Well, our ancestors did a lot of things that we didn't get credit for. Sometimes it, it boggles me listening to black people like, we went through slavery. You didn't go through shit. Our ancestors went through slavery. You got on Jordans. I don't think no slaves had a Jordans on. You know, so I don't know about this, uh, what we went through as, you know. <laughs> we like to take on the the past as we went through it you know it's good to know about it but don't try to act like you've had that struggle you know you know we have our own struggles in this time but it's not that struggle so saying that is just it's kind of ridiculous to me you know I mean I know it's kind of like honoring it in some way maybe I don't know but no you haven't been through slavery you haven't been whipped you haven't been a I, don't, I can't say rape a lot of people's rape even though it wasn't slavery or molested or whatever. So, but either way, you you can't be <laughs> taking on that. You know, sometimes I talk to my daughter about that. I hear her say stuff like, uh, yeah, uh, because we got to work twice as hard. What do you mean? We got to work twice as hard. You've had two jobs, two. 
One was in a in a, a, a retail store. The other one is a part time. Come on, man. We, what's this? We gotta work twice as hard. You haven't really even started really working. I mean, you're working, but you're not working. You ain't been busting your ass. That's what I'm saying. If you ain't been busting your ass, what are you talking about? We've been we've had to work and we've had to come on, man. Cut it out. Cut it the hell on out. You know, love you and all, but I'm not gonna let you get away with that. You're gonna have to tell your story, not the story of something that you heard of and then act like that's your struggle, because that's not your struggle. Um Yeah, I've been doing pretty good for this podcast, I feel like. It's the first one. Let's see what happens. Um Let's see what type of response I get, and I'll do another one. I think I'm going to just do my podcasts depending on the responses. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to just, people are like, it's about consistency. No, I'm doing <laughs> on demand. This is called on demand podcast. When y'all demand another podcast, that's what I'm going to do it. You know, that's what I'm going to do it. I'm just thinking about Cardi B. Why? Why am I thinking? I like that girl. She's just a, a genuine, sweet girl. Uh, people mad at her talking about, well, her boyfriend keeps cheating on her. Whose boyfriend hasn't cheated on her, on them? Come on, man. And the thing is, too, people get mad at Cardi B for staying with Offset, but nobody says shit to Beyonce about Jay-Z. You know, people pick and choose. People love to pick and choose who's supposedly this or that, you know, because everybody's doing a lot of the same shit. But people want to go, oh, how, how she going to stay with Offset? He, he, he cheated on her so many times. Man, listen. Uh, you you know, that's her life. That's her poison. You know, you pick your own poison. You know, I'm, I'll am i be honest with you. I don't know too many people who haven't cheated, man. You know, I don't know too many people who haven't cheated or haven't, you know, been doing stuff, you know. And no one, you know, women out there cheating too. Just nobody holds it up in their face. They deal with the with the label of maybe being sleeping around, but they don't have to deal with the label of cheating as much, I think so. You know? Like if they get caught cheating, everybody be like, well, it must have been something he did or what wasn't he doing? You know, it's always something like that. When a man cheat, oh he's just a dog. We're just dogs. That's that double standard that nobody else talks about. You know? If you're gonna talk about double standards you should talk about everybody's double standard, not just yours, you know. So how do you expect people to care about your issues when you care about no one else's but yours, you know? I think that's where some of the problem lies. Everybody's talking about their pain. Oh, my God, you don't know what I go through. You don't know. Nah, that's, nah, cut it out, bro. Cut it out. Cut it out, sis. It ain't all about you. Well, it is in some sense. But nobody want to just hear your problems. Fix, help fix somebody else's problems. That's what you do. Help somebody else in their life. And watch how your life gets better. This has been a Kareem Green enlightening moment. Every now and then I'm going to throw a jewel in there. You either get it or you don't. You get it and you shine it up. Or you don't get it and you don't give a damn. Who knows? But yeah. You know, just, you know. Uh. What can I say in closing? I don't know. Kareem Green 21 and Instagram, uh, Facebook, Kareem Green. Uh, and uh, I guess Kareem Green, I'm going to be on SoundCloud with this until they start charging me. <laughs> okay. Let's see what happens.
thank y'all for listening if you listen. Um, yeah, and I think that's a we should just roger out of this one. I'm going to Philly tonight if anybody gives a damn because I'm gonna put this up today. I'm putting it up today. I'm putting my podcast up that day. What's today, Thursday? Yeah, today's the Thursday. So I'm gonna probably do a Thursday podcast. Thursday podcast. Or sometime that week. Or just drop it every Thursday. That's what I should do. Just drop it every Thursday. And people will hopefully be looking for it. Okay, I gotta pee. My bladder's getting old. I'm getting an elderly bladder. Elderly bladder, elderly bladder, mm, 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 Okay. Thank you all for listening once again. This is uh, a, <laughs> damn, what was the name? Uh, oh, it's a setup for right now. Uh, subject to change. Korean Green. I'm done here.